So let me ask you something, Fluency. What do you think about this initiative to bail out all these uh, these you know criminals? Now they they're bailing out people whether they have uh, it, whether they're violent, whether they uh, you know regardless of what they did. In fact, I, I can tell you what some of them have done. But bail out. As in just completely scot-free, you're now walking, like well, a, or no, bailout, just removing them from... They are walking around scot-free until their trial date, and they have to come back for a court date, because, you know, bail is just something to keep you out, so you don't have to sit in jail. Oh, like literally bail them, uh-huh, okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, you know what? Not a good idea. You don't think so? Mm, depends. I, I gotta, it really depends on the crime. I got to agree. I think that they shouldn't do it for violent crimes. I think if you did something right. violent, you ought to just have to wait it out. But, like, uh, if you are a freaking... Murderer, I really don't feel comfortable with you walking around. Well, with you the see, potential at that, you see but at me. that point, you might just be an accused murderer. You see, because you're at Rikers and you're out on bail, you know, you haven't, you didn't definitely do it. I mean, you might be an ex-con, but you know in, in that case, you've already like done your time for that. Well, let me paint this picture, right? So, like, someone like you and I, right? Yeah, would you, you ever me. be in a situation where you would even be accused? Of murdering someone. Yeah, if I murdered somebody, I could I could happen. But the, that, but that's the point, right? Or if like, I killed somebody in self-defense, which I've fucking had to do several times. Uh, yeah, right. But, yeah. but the point is, like, any normal person who just lives their life, goes to work, does some fun shit, blow on the weekends, yeah. doesn't matter, they would never be in a position to even be accused and, like, would have to sit on a trial to then be proved, like, not guilty. Right. Like, that's not something that any normal person would have to go through. Not normally, no. Usually you don't get accused of murder. Exactly. A- unless you're totally guilty. Exactly. Or even be around in that situation. So the point is, if you even are associated with any kind of murderous type of situation, mm-hmm. that's just bad enough for me. Situation. Yeah. Oh, you think so? That's okay. Oh my God. Right. That's all you Hello? need. No, I would never find myself in that situation. Well, what did you think about the uh, about uh, what's his name Kavanaugh? Did you watch that uh, whole situation? Did you think that he had anything to do with that? You know, the the answer is no. You know, yeah. <laughs> but the, <laughs> I mean, you know, come on. You know, the, I didn't. So to be fair, I did not watch it um, live, and I did not see his outburst and all this other stuff like oh, happening. Is that, outburst was not an outburst that or, I saw. Yeah, or, we, they, you know how they play it up like it's all dramatic, right? And you hear like a bunch of different things about these things. But I think. Oh, is that on right I there? I think that we are in. I thought I had that turned all the way down. So, okay, I'll give you an example here. Now, uh, among those sprung so far, an ex con who did two and a half years in prison for assault. Uh huh. So that's, you know, convicted of assault, did two and a half years. So, uh, a woman charged seven times with prostitution. Seven times. Uh huh. Nice. Doesn't nice mean number. she did it, just charged seven times. A teen. <laughs> who allegedly choked a cabbie and robbed him at knife point. Oh, my God. Now, one of these uh, that was one of the women who was released. She robbed, uh, a, she stole some tank tops, like, really near my apartment, actually. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, right around the corner at uh, some, I don't know, porn, like, gay porn place or some yeah. shit like that. It's a transsexual individual. Oh, okay. Uh, but uh, I guess classified as enough of a woman to uh, get out of jail free. <sighs> so this $10,000 bail... Uh-huh. And so, like her, her take on this is that, like, oh wow, th- these people are poor. She was like Harvey Weinstein. He, he he's out on bail. He gets to go home and live his life. He's treated better than them. Now their bails are set at ten thousand, you know, or five thousand, twenty thousand. Some of them as low as three hundred dollars. His bail was a million dollars. Right. So I don't think he's being treated exactly the same. No, absolutely. Now, I mean, granted, he's got a million dollars. They're but, definitely I mean, milking him. I think. Well, first off, how is bail set? Like, what determines what they should charge? Apparently, income. <laughs> Right. Well, that's something to do with I'm it. thinking the, it's the that crime, quick. severity of the crime, you know, and his his crime was like very 
I, I wouldn't call it severe. I don't know. Like, I mean, this lady claims that she that he forced her to perform oral sex. I mean, but he, he has says multiple he claims against him, so that's pretty severe. Yeah, well, Harvey Weinstein. And it's the one, and, and in this one, it's like, uh, there's already been an investigator who, who uh, has been discovered. He had information. Uh, uh, there was a witness who, it was a woman, a friend of this uh, uh, woman who's accusing Harvey. Mm-hmm. She said, no, she told me that she uh, blew him for uh, a part. Oh. And so this guy kept it from the DA, mm. which I think he told the DA, and the DA said, you never told me that. Right. That's what I think Of happened. course, a DA would say that. Yeah. And so like uh, it was, it was going to be bad for their case. Now, that's called... If the DA did know, I believe it's called a Brady violation, where you have exculpatory evidence that you don't turn over to the defense. In any case, that could blow the whole thing. They still feel very confident about it, but for me, that, that, that's a lot of evidence right there. If yeah. you get that person testifying, they could subpoena them and have them on the stand. Or you're a really shitty friend. Like, if you're just going to lie. just trying to, like, I don't want this guy to be in trouble. You deserve <laughs> like, to have your you mouth rape is what you're worth. Yeah, right. <laughs> Can you now? I, I try to think about forcing a woman to give me a blowjob. Uh huh. I mean, how I how just, would you I, feel, or I, how would she feel? And I don't mean with guilt, and I don't mean with <laughs> like you know, uh, I don't know, some sort of attempting offer or something. I mean, force her to like force her bodily force her to suck your dick. I mean, you're saying you're trying to think about it like from the from your perspective or hers. Well, from anybody's. I mean, like, I, I can't imagine me grabbing a woman by right. the hair and forcing her to suck my dick. It seems to me. And I really it, can't imagine being that woman who just absolutely lets that happen. Like, you know, it's, yeah. it's interesting because um, a lot of the time, and now I want to make it very clear that I'm not saying these victims. I just, you don't have to I say hate, that here. Well, it's a safe you know, space. I know, but I just I hate to I hate it when these victims just really, really, really portray themselves as victims. Like, yes, yes. you could be a victim of a crime. I understand that entirely, mm-hmm. or even a non-crime, or yeah, whatever. You could be a victim in general. But the thing is, you know, like I'm a woman too, right? You are. So, like, if I'm in a situation where a guy is being forceful on me, mm-hmm. I don't. First off, I have enough like respect for myself mm-hmm. that I'd be the first one to slap him across his face. You know what I mean? Yeah, you like, don't I care if he's a millionaire I don't, if he I don't, runs I don't, Hollywood. I don't give a shit at all. I wouldn't even care if he's like, you know what, if you suck my dick, blah, 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 I'll get you this part. Well, you know what, you're going to get me that part anyway without sucking your dick. That that would be my response. Like, really? Cause of you course. Because you just... Well, you see... And what's I, the worst that could happen? He's just going to throw me out and then that was it. But I don't think that it's ever really put out like quite that way. For a blowjob, you get... It's not, it's not right. like there's a menu or the all barter right, there's system. There's always like subliminal. But, but the point is... like. Like he if, gets it across, and then you go, well, right. I'm not that kind of woman. But and then he's like, well, that. what the fuck are you doing back here in my hotel suite, <laughs> whore? Right, but it's not even that. It's like, first off, you know, a lot of the time for women to be taken advantage of in this way, they have to put themselves in that type of situation. So situation. You, you are already putting yourself in a type of situation, no matter mm-hmm. what that is. And you need to be, you need to acknowledge that, number one. Mm-hmm. Not to say that what ends up happening to you is necessarily like, excused or like and not as serious but sure. it's just like you always you also have to take the ownership of the fact that you put yourself in a type of situation mm-hmm. you were not forced like if the example is mm-hmm. why are you in my hotel room mm-hmm. you walked yourself there yeah if you're not drugged and if n- no if there wasn't a security guard literally 
forcefully picking you up and bringing you to that room. Right. You got yourself there. You weren't abducted. Right. You weren't on drugs. So it's like, you weren't what even do tricked. you mean? And then whatever happens after the fact, it still doesn't give the man the right. No. But why would you put yourself in that stupid situation in the first place? Yeah, that's a good question. And like people uh, really, they, they get a little bit too excited when you ask a question like that. But I mean, there's, there is a profile uh, I mean, there there's certain things that like a, they had a rapist who who sort of like just explained everything that he looks for in a victim. You know, mm-hmm. like a short skirt. He likes <laughs> that. Uh, no, because just think of it, how much easier. Yeah, right, be, right, right. Uh, or the uh, a little bit of dyed hair. Like if you got like a real cherry red like strip of hair. If you dye your hair some like, weird color, uh-huh. that the, to him that that indicates like uh, an immaturity, also an adventurousness, mm-hmm. also like a. You know, I mean, just a probability that he's going to be able to rape her. Uh, A woman who's like an umbrella is a turnoff, you know, because she can like stick you with it or hit you with it. So it's a weapon. So you don't want a a woman with an umbrella. Uh, You know, obviously you want her to be pretty. Uh, you would prefer that. <laughs> I actually think, you know what? I don't even know if it matters because like old people, old ladies get raped uh, frequently, you know, because because it's supposed to be about power and not sex. But right, to me... Right. I don't know. I that's, just, yeah, I, there's I, so I, many I, factors yeah. involved with that sickness, but yeah. you know, it's just. But but, but 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 I guess what I'm saying is, if you so then if you're a woman and know and you know these things, now you can be defiant and say, I should be able to, I should be able to, and fine, you know, that's great. There's a lot of things you should be able to, but you know, right? You you're not always your, able to. You, you do. You increase your chances of being raped right, by that's, doing that's these what, things. All I mean by that, and yeah. you know what, I've high been, heels, I think, because they can't run. Uh, well, I mean, but but still, it's it's. It's all about the circumstance, right? Like the environment that you're in. Like chances are a rapist is not going to just try to rape you in broad freaking daylight in the middle of the street. Like, it happens, but not... It happens, right. Yeah, but if the you, but probability... If, so you want to spend as much time as possible But also, you know, in the I've, street. I've actually been... Broad daylight. Um, I don't want to say a victim mm-hmm. because I don't want to victimize myself, but I've actually been... Just kind of a horror. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I've been... So when I was in college, I was actually in a situation mm-hmm. where... I was passed out. And now, again, I stupidly put myself in this situation Mm -hmm. with someone who I thought was a friend because I had known this man for, or guy, whatever, in college. But I had known this guy for a little bit of time. A little bit of time? Probably like a year. Okay. And um, And he's just been like waiting for his chance. Well, I I wouldn't put that on him, but... But you know, there was first one time night, he got a chance. Right. So it was a back to school night. It was a party at his place off campus. He picked me up. I told him, hey, don't get too drunk because, you know, you have to drive me back. Mm-hmm. And he goes, OK, time came for him to drive me back and he couldn't do it. And I was like, all right, fine. But we we were hanging out in his room before. There was nothing threatening. Right. Uh-huh. I passed out because I was drunk. You took your pants off. I didn't. I was fully clothed and he was fully clothed. And the next thing I know, I'm being woken up to him trying to take my pants off. No way. I'm not even joking. Just trying to take them off. Just trying to take them off. Well, maybe he's just trying to make you comfortable because sometimes you wear the really tight pants. Absolutely not. No. Now, what kind of pants? They were jeans? They were jeans, thank God. And thank God my hips are big enough. No, I'm serious. No, this is serious. Yeah, they were just like these pants, I could take these off. Oh, yeah, two seconds. But the thing is. I could take them off right now. You couldn't do anything about it. But the main point I'm getting at is that, you know, that if I hadn't woken up, you know, it runs through my mind sometimes occasionally that if I hadn't woken up and started screaming stop or no. You might have had an orgasm. I might have had an orgasm, correct. <laughs> and, you know, that could have been a problem. That could have been a problem. Right. Because then you, you feel very torn, don't you? You I feel mean, a bit ambivalent just, about the whole thing. You're like, I did enjoy it, but I didn't give consent. <laughs> I don't know how to feel. So no, you but, just hit him. I you think. know, 
And yeah, and and you just say, you know what, motherfucker, you lay down and go to sleep. I'm going to make you come. Well, right. And just I mean, like I even up, even the score. All right, motherfucker, I'm going to, I'm going to fucking go down on you so yes. hard. You're going to be so fucking angry. <laughs> to lighten the seriousness of the situation, but you know, <laughs> and you know, so when these women are out there and they're coming, so wait, what did you? Let me ask, what did you say when you woke up? Well, when I woke up, from what and I he's could trying remember, to take your pants off. I looked over at him, and he was on the floor at this point. So he had passed out again. So we had both passed out again, but he did was on the floor. Did you pass out on the bed together? I did. Okay. In the, to begin with, yes. Okay. Then I woke up to him trying to take my pants now, off. Now, when you were in bed together, were, were, was he holding you? No. You, no, no cuddling, we no nothing, not touching? Like, no cuddling, nothing. Were you we were talking about down. sex? Nope. We were just watching TV, like drunk, you know, friends being drunk. Like I said, we've been in that situation before. Right. So... Like a but few, it didn't end up quite going. But you didn't end up passing out for the night. You no, stayed the night. But even, okay, so no. that's the new part: passing out, laying next to him on the bed. And the only reason that's why that new. happened, like I said, is because he didn't take you he home. He couldn't take me home. I hear you. Yeah. So it's like you got yourself in the situation, but he helped. He, yeah, he, he yeah sort but of like I he don't was, think it wasn't intentional. It was more just. A, I I believe it was genuine. Where he just drank too much. I mean, it was uh-huh. a back to school party, right? Do you think we it was a misunderstanding? College. Do you think he might have thought that you wanted him to do that? No. No, There's I don't no think way. so at all. You, you think that he knew, like, oh, she's going to be pissed if she wakes up. I mean, I don't think he was thinking at all is the problem. And, uh, here, and here's the, the, he the just, part yeah, that I speculate, like, yeah. you know. It's like, how will I ever really know what was going through his mind? Because then when, so, so you know, when we woke up, I, I yelled at him. I said, mm. get me back to campus, you know. Yeah. So he gets me back, and then we actually don't speak. And the next time I saw him was a, as was a random happenstance at the cafeteria. Random happenstance. Right, yeah. And, um, and then I ran up to him and I said, I need to talk to you. And then at that point, I was mulling it over in my head. Mm. I was really debating whether I should call the cops, tell them what happened. Like, Really? Yeah, because you know what? How long ago was this? This was my sophomore year of college. Oh, I, like I know when that was. Uh, How many years ago? No one's seven, doing eight, the math. Nobody cares. So seven, eight. Okay, so... Yeah. Shit, you were ahead of your time because not a lot of women uh, were thinking to come forward on things like that. Yeah. Uh, go well, to the police, whatever you want to call it. Come forward. I don't know. People weren't even saying come forward in that right. year, I don't think. But I'll tell you this, though. I really um, relate to these women being so unsure of what to do. Because oh, sure. in that instance, I really didn't know what to do. And I asked a friend. And then my friend actually advised me to go to the counselor on campus, which I did. Mm. And, I, and I said to her, I was like, look, something happened to me. I just really want some direction. I'm totally fine. Uh-huh. But I think I'm fine because I didn't let myself succumb to the fact that, oh, my God, you know, he attempted to rape me and blah, blah, blah. And although... You kept to your honor. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah I guess. I hear you. But, okay, you so, know, I tried so what to did use your counselor logic, say? Essentially. And the counselor was like, well, this is a very serious offense. You could really get him in a lot of trouble. Mm-hmm. But... I also knew I could ruin his life. Yeah, and you would have ruined his life. He'd be kicked off. He'd of, be kicked off a of campus and yeah, who knows yeah. what else, and um, have a record against him for the rest of his life. But I didn't. I didn't want to ruin his life. He it was wasn't life ruining bad, and and you've probably felt that in the same situation. Not that you would do it again, but I, you probably bet that he wouldn't do that again. Well, that's the thing, you know. So when I saw him at the cafeteria and I spoke to him. I really, really, really made him understand the severity of what he did Good. and that I could have ruined his life. And he was actually nothing but apologetic to me. Oh, and that's a nice... See, that's a happy yeah, ending for was, an attempted rape story. Really, yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. You know, sometimes there's not one. Now, uh, do you right. think, I, don't, I bet you what he would have done. I don't know that he would have just shoved it in. I bet you he would have <sighs> just gone know. down with his face. 
I think that's what he would have done. Who knows? Who fucking knows? But you know what? Well, you know what? Now you'll never know. I'll never know. Unless you ask him. Right. Like, actually, remember all that time ago? Like, what, what would you have done? Needless to say, I never spoke to him again. Never spoke to him again? No, That's the end of the not. friendship. Oh, my God. Entirely. A year-long friendship. No matter how, did he try to speak to you? No. He kept his he distance. He never reached yeah. out. Yeah. I mean, how could he? He was probably embarrassed as fuck. You well, know? He, you know, the thing is, too, is he's once he knows sex isn't on the menu, now a lot of guys who are friends. Ugh, now, let me ask you this. Yeah. When you hung around him for that year, were there times when you were aware that he was having an attraction? You know, uh, I'm, and, I, and I mean I subliminally. Mean I mean, like you kind of know he likes you. He yeah, would, maybe. Like you probably, but... you probably always thought, like I could date him if I wanted to. He's there. I get, maybe. I, I mean, like you know, maybe. there's always that kind of underlying thing. Maybe depending on the guy. I mean, usually, yeah. yeah if a guy's usually, spending yeah. any amount of time at all, then it's like he's he thinks he's like I, I guess, got but you I, on layaway. But I also or truly have just guy friends as well. Actually, like mm-hmm. that's a thing in my life. I know that people say, "Oh, guys and girls can't be friends," but. I think it's it's a real thing. Oh no, of course, yeah. People, um, guys and girls are friends all the time, right before they start fucking. <laughs> yeah, I know, but it's interesting. <laughs> Shish, but no, it's you know, true, it's, it is true. But it's also interesting too because the summer right before we went back to school, he had a girlfriend, and he uh, told me about it. And he was like, "Oh, I'm dating this girl," and I was like, "Oh, good." Oh, so that happy. was. I thought he'd never talk to you again. No, no, this before we went back to school. Oh, so before I the see. He had a girlfriend. Happened. Yeah, he had a girlfriend. Oh my, maybe he couldn't like. Stop. Maybe the sex was bad. You know, broke up. I don't know. Raping people in their sleep or something. Yeah, maybe it was. It was well, here's something about these these uh, prisoners that they're letting out. They have a welcome wagon set up now. Oh, uh, yeah, it's like this nice little thing uh, where they have food. They have a sheet cake, bottled water, yellow chrysanthemums. They get flowers. There's banners that say "Welcome Home" and "Mass Bailout." Bottled water, free metro cards, free cell phones. They give them, so they get out and what? they don't. They don't just like the dump them on the fuck? street. They're like, come have some cake, <laughs> come and it's just and it's just this little uh, like seriously like a little trailer hooked up on the uh, on the street. It's probably illegally parked, I think. <sighs> so uh, here, here's a quote from the Queensboro president, Melinda Cat. She goes, uh, she said, uh, Queens. I think it was a tweet. She says, a hashtag a hashtag Queens believes poverty is not a crime and uh and wealth-based uh pre-trial detention sorry I, i'm trying to read my own handwriting here where i copied it this is a, a pre-trial uh yeah wealth-based pre-trial uh detention is uh probably wrong but it doesn't say <laughs> i know it's not probably wrong don't worry totally wrong whatever you know you get the idea she says that's wrong uh, wealth-based she's a wealth-based so okay. wealth-based what? Well, pre-trial detention. You know, like uh, if you're poor and and they set your bail at you know at whatever, and you just don't have any money. Mm-hmm. Which most most of the low-level like you know violent criminals are probably not really. Uh, yeah, they don't. They they're not loaded. You know, no. <laughs> not, usually they don't have a mansion in Beverly Hills. But you know what I find this interesting is that like this is a human rights deal. They say right. it's 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 wrong. You know, this wealth-based thing. Unless you're a man. You know, and then if you're a man, they're just like fuck you. You know, but like if you're an 18 year old kid who's a criminal, who's a cri- who, who did or the a sa- woman. same thing. If you're a woman or 16 or 17, you get bailed out on this five hundred five million dollars. Just like mean, give us five million dollars worth of criminals roaming the streets, waiting, and and they got no incentive to come back for for their you know trial date. Right. Like if you're a criminal, it's it's not like it's not like their mom or good friend or somebody put up the bail. You know, 
which is generally how it works. Somebody right. somebody might help them out with Actually, that. That's a good a bail question. bondsman. Who, who would put up the bail for them? A bail bondsman, and they're, and they're oh, trying to get rid of bail altogether. But I mean, you know, sometimes you have somebody who has to go be security for it or something yeah. like that. It's it, it works in different ways, and then they have to sometimes chase people down. But who's going to chase these people down? Nobody. Nobody. They're not going to chase them down. Listen, I got They'll robbed just lose in the, the Bronx. Money. They don't care. I got robbed in the Bronx. Some two freaking. Hoodlum kids took my bag. Really? And yeah. How long ago? No, like six years ago now. A couple of those thuggish white kids? No. Yeah, right. No. Actually, one was black and one was Hispanic. Mm, that's a good representation of the Bronx. Very nice. Uh, yeah, it is actually. Um, but the point is. Demographically speaking. Right. But then there's also, you know, a lot of Italians and Albanians and whatever. But the point yeah, is. I nobody gave a shit. The cops didn't even care. Basically, they, they're taking the report. And I'm looking at them, and I'm like, I could basically just kiss my shit goodbye, right? Because I'm never going to see it again. Mm. Like, that's, that's the underlying, like... I'd like to kiss your shit goodbye. <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know of anyone kissing my shit Mel, uh, for any reason. We, uh, I, we'll keep you posted on what happens with uh, this Kennedy initiative. I know that as soon as they start getting rearrested while they're out on bail, the New York Post paper of record will be sure to print it and probably put it on the front page there's a what would you be doing flutesy now you're a flute player that's why they call you flutesy mm-hmm. you play the flute you played at carnegie hall you're a very mm-hmm. talented flautist or flutist what do you say thank you oh flautist flautist is, yeah. the, is the word and uh i've heard you play many times you're you're, you're highly skilled you're on the east side dave uh, show yes which is uh, dave mcdonald's show on compound media uh you are uh you have you have a very distinguished uh Career as a fifth banana uh, <laughs> on that, and uh, you, but you but you're there and and uh, you, you you're fun to watch and everything. Now you're you're obviously in show business uh, to some degree, um, and I, I believe that you, and you have many dreams and plans. But what would you be doing if it wasn't that? I mean, what, what do you think you would like to be doing for for like a, a career? If if it was like and and if you couldn't do any bartending? Um. <clears throat> well, I mean, I model. As well, so oh, that's right. You're a model. You yeah. do the modeling all yeah, the time. Yeah, I do that. You know, I think I just like being in entertainment um, in general. So, a host on TV, uh-huh. uh, just working more as a model, hmm. um, doing all kinds of shows. I mean, I just, I just like to, I just adapt myself to whatever the situation is. I see. What so, a, have you have you ever considered being a housekeeper? Um. No, but I'll tell you one thing. I have considered being a porn star when I was like 10 years old. I don't well, know why. You, know, you could have made a lot of money. <laughs> I'm telling you. But you know, in here's this the thing. day and age, yeah, with all these sex rings and it's cults act- and But bullshit. you know, of course. It's actually good that you didn't, though. Because, Is it? Yeah, because child <laughs> actors, their lives turn out bad a lot of times. I and heard. you don't want to be a child actor. If you're going to become an actor, do it as an adult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which means there's still time. I mean, you're oh, a young Oh, yeah, woman. and then I've been, I've, I've, we were having this discussion. Uh, pre-show that I was uh, getting into background work and stuff like that. Yeah, so that's what I was thinking. the acting world. Maybe background work in porn. Uh-huh. You know, like be... Um, like the fluffer. Well, yeah, sure. Why I mean, not? You, do you think... You, well, why not? I don't know. Why not? I mean, yeah. what do they pay the fluffer? I don't know, but I'm assuming decent money. Yeah. I would hope so. <laughs> I mean, you would, <laughs> one would hope, right? I mean, I'm not going to do it for $20 an hour, but... Yeah, what if I may you, do it for like twenty thousand an hour. Twenty? You wouldn't do it for twenty dollars an hour? No, I don't you think wouldn't so. fluff a dick for an hour for twenty bucks. <laughs> I think. Hold on. First of all, if you're going to yeah, they don't pay a fluffer by the hour. It's not hours of fluffing they're doing. You know, <laughs> maybe you get paid by the fluff. I don't know. It's probably a salary. I would think. 
probably they can probably get so much per shoot day, you know. Yeah, probably twenty dollars an hour. I mean, like she's just not good. She's been fucking with that dick for thirty five minutes to get a penis up that just doesn't want to come up. It takes a lot of work, and it's very tiring, and it's very frustrating. You ever just give up? You, uh, Eventually, I, I want to say up. yes. I want to say How there long? was a point in my life. I no, I have never. I've never, but <laughs> I was so close, like nine out of ten close to just saying, you know what? Fuck your dick. It's not working. Yeah, I don't know what to do with this. Now, what were you doing to try and and and, and get it hard? Like licking it, sucking it, touching it. I mean, mm. the the standard. Yeah, anything. I with wasn't the balls, using any flashlights or anything. Anything with the balls. Uh, you would yeah. think because a lot, yeah. See, see, that's uh, yeah. I was that's I was a key doing thing. It. Now and and, no, and none of that worked. Were you saying things to him like, "What's the no. fucking deal?" No shit like that because that I, gets a guy hard when you do that. No, I don't if you're think like, so. God, what's your fucking? Do you have a problem? <laughs> what am I doing I think, it wrong? Yeah, shit I like think, that. I think that doesn't work for them. I don't think you that, like women? <laughs> that's a good one. Say that. Am I not attractive enough for you? Oh my Start god! Start going into the self-esteem stuff, right? This is fucking. I'm sorry, but I, think I mean, really just, usually dicks hard. get hard, you know. Just like any any kind of shame. I mean, a lot of times to this work. day, if I had to think about it, I still wonder what the hell was wrong with that dick. Uh, well, um, he's sitting right next it to you. It was mine. <laughs> you can ask him. <laughs> That's he's the problem right with there. It. Well, hello. You can verbally fluff all that. That got me going. It got a little Verbally turgid. Fluff. Yeah, just, just, like I was just you describing the fluff it. is like plenty. Yeah, you said sucking and fucking. I was uh, no fucking. You said she, sucking and kissing. She it. said she was yeah. licking, licking, licking sucking, sucking, kissing, kissing, sucking. You remember? Touching. We can listen back in a moment. Sure. Yeah, and I'm <laughs> and you at home can do the same and will. This isn't going to be like a sexual harassment claim or something, is it? From you, you don't even hear us talking, do you? I do. Oh, okay. <laughs> I do. Sexual harassment far. No. Okay. She okay, used to good, work with, with Opie and Anthony, so... Oh, okay, oh great, great, okay. So. Don't worry about me. We in the clear. Uh, you know, 2018. <laughs> yeah, right. Hashtag if me too. Oh, God. It's about time somebody said some shit like that. Amazing. I love it. Uh, that's... Uh, Back to uh, fluffing. Well, yeah, sure. I don't know. So I used to think that I'd be a porn star. Oh, yeah. I mean, but, you know, oh, maybe you star in a movie, a porn movie about the fluffer. No, I just, you know. It starts off all innocent. She's just fluffing it. And then, what? She's out for the day, but you actually laid a trap for the female star. She's back in her dressing room. This is very classy porn, Silicon Valley. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would star in a classy porn. I think. Would you really? Yeah. I, I, you know what? Not a lot of women will just come out and say that. What, what, what level of class are we talking about? Like I had to. I like it needs a major release in theaters. Yeah, like a like a nineteen twenties like style. Oh. Like really, like bring it back. Twenties style. Yeah, like you know the dresses and the hairdo and the whole thing. You talking about a huge bush? Ah <laughs> oh, man! You'd have to grow your bush out for a twenty landing style strip. Deal. I'll do a landing strip. They, they, that was. I don't, I don't think bush. the landing strip was invented then. In well, the 30s, yeah. this is a modern take. Maybe I think they had the horizontal landing strip, aka the chaplain. <laughs> oh, at the time. Yeah, yeah, but those were the those were the, that was silent porn. The you know, right. you want to do a silent porn with like piano music? Oh my god, how great would that be? That would actually be funny. Yeah, no dude. one's doing that right now. Like the guy finds you tied to the train tracks, and you're like, "How do I repay you?" Yeah, <laughs> as I'm naked and yeah, in pearls. You could do a silent yeah. porn with uh, piano music, or you could do a fetish porn with P in you music, and um, they P in you. Oh, yeah, fetish with P in you music. I love P in you music. P in me. I, I like that. I like that. Maybe you could like blow a guy while he's eating a shoe. <laughs> 
<laughs> or a guy's hanging on a clock, you know, but you're actually hanging on a cock. That really reminds me of something. Pe- eating a shoe. I don't I know cannot. why you said eating a shoe. Is that from a Charlie Chaplin movie? I think it's Buster Keaton or Charlie Chaplin. Movie. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, what we I was on the bus. Oh, you um, know what your you know what your porn name could be from the twenties? The Little Tramp. <laughs> the Little is. Tramp. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> the Little Tramp. Um, the medium sized tramp. I was on. Um, I just re- recall this memory. I hadn't thought about it in, in years. And uh, when I was uh, in elementary school, like third or fourth grade, we went to this camp. This is I coming saw... out at the speed of recovered memory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we took a bus. This girl wanted to drink her pee. And, what? Uh, well, we wanted her to drink our pee. Black. Everybody's uh, black. This was a conversation me. on the bus? Yeah. We're hey, going to camp. We want you to camp? drink our... We want, you're, this is on the way I'm to camp. I'm never sending my kids to camp. Well, you know, friendships that last a lifetime can be born in camp. I heard, sure. but and this is too And also infections that last a number of weeks, <laughs> <Exactly>. too. <laughs> So she, uh, my, it was my friend's idea. It was like, kind of like, how do we get this girl to blow us? And, um, and so I know. many thoughts. We'll how get, old are we'll you? We'll get her, get her to, drink to drink our, our pee. Because <laughs> then she'll put her mouth on it at least. And then by there, it's like, you're man. Been, and this was her response. Well, why don't you, and she had a, this water shoe. Remember those water shoes that are oh, mesh yeah. and rubber and you can go in the, on the beach with them. So she, ha- she hands the shoe. She's like, what if you just pee in the shoe? Then I'll drink it from there. It's what like. The f- I Fuck. think you're missing the point of the mouth to penis. I mean, contact. she got you there, though. Oh, you thought, yeah, you thought she would just put. Uh, here's the other thing: she's just willing to drink your pee, right, out of a shoe. Well, she saw the pr- the practical use of it because she, she's like um, thirsty. You need to get rid really of it. Thirsty. You have to pee, and I'm a receptacle. I'll so let you pee into it, my shoe. Unbelievable. And then I'll drink it. So was this way. girl learning disabled or? Um. <laughs> I mean, was she in some way developmentally? Uh, she was. Fucked up uh, or? So like, what I'm saying is white's no. a stretch Wait, for you. I mean, you're uh, Ryan Katzi Rivera, a man of uh, two ethnic names and one gigantic head of hair, yes. uh, who is uh, well known on the Gavin McInnes show "Get Off My Lawn" on CRTV, and uh, where he is is uh, I guess you would say sidekick at this point uh, the, of, of the sort that gets yelled at quite quite frequently. Yeah. Uh, the uh, Asian Pat Dixon role yes. has not been filled, but that's fine. You, uh, you you do step in from time to time. I've become your friend to such a level where it would be so weird to do an impression of you. You'd be like, really? Yeah, I feel but like friends you'd, do that to you'd each be other like, Dude, all the time. What the fuck's that supposed to mean? <laughs> even doing it now, it's like because I don't even think it's accurate anymore. I think it's outdated because I saw you as a only show person, and then you get become friends, and you you see multi levels. You're like, I can't cover all that. Mm-hmm. You, you fluffed know? me a few mm. times. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> once you, once post fluff, the impression's gone. Now you're sort of like yeah, an all-purpose sort of uh, show fluffer, though. I mean, to to make it a metaphor, I mean, like you, there's not anything you can't do. You can come on and do voices. You can come on and and, and you can be, you know, you you can switch cameras. You can hear voices. You can, uh, you know, you can you can do uh, you, you do a lot of funny characters and shit. Like you know, when you when you come up with one on your own, it's always really funny. With the exception of Andrew Dice Dixon. That one, You're not a fan. No, I just don't think it's that good. You know, I made Anthony laugh with that when we did the Crime Report uh, live. Oh the yeah, awards, the Crime Report awards. He, that was pity laughing. No one Dude, else was well, laughing. He, he's very generous with laughter. He is. He makes you ah, feel like solid ah, yeah. gold. Ah, yeah, that's so like, good. Ah, ah, ah. That's so yeah. good. That was the only <laughs> sound in the room. And he'll even repeat what you said as if it really was the funny thing. Where I was like, uh, I'm o- I'm over here now. He's like, I'm over here. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's and a, it made me feel, feel so joyous. He's a huge Dice fan, you know. And then I realized, I was like, you know, yeah, Dice he is was great. being very nice to mm-hmm. me. And, uh, 
But hey, that should make you even feel feel even more joyous, you know, I that do. he cared enough. That's true. And and uh, he always tells me how funny I am because I authentically, you know, make him laugh. Sure, sure, sure. And um, <laughs> that's why that's I like. get to still have a show here. Otherwise, oh, like? Keith the Cop would have thrown shit. me off forever ago. Yeah. Talk about controversy. Oh, if Keith the Cop ever listened to the show one time. <laughs> I would say, fire me. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. Worth it. Now, uh, Don't fire me, though. The, the reason I bring up the... No. Yeah. Hell, they can't fire you. You don't get paid. I know. Isn't that... So, Keith, um, if you are listening, consider this. You know, he could totally... Eastside Dave can totally afford to pay you, too. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It's well, not like good. he's got a couple of kids that he Eastside has to watch Dave. on the weekends. Yeah. <laughs> he will hear this on the other hand. Now, no, uh, this, no uh, he will. And I love Dave. Dave is so great. And you know what? Like, his show... Just kidding. He won't. You could stop. It's so magical. It is. No, it is. I love it. Dave's show is incredible. It's alchemy. It really is. And it's changed. It's amazing. Dave's show is like a fucking bag that's blowing around in the wind, and you just keep waiting (laughs) for it to land, and it never does. Well, no, but that's, you know, it is true. It's like you never know what to expect, and every week coming in to do the show is just so, it's just so fun. It has this this tone of like, it's always about to be, to do something. We're always, you know how like that, that rush tone that you do right before you start a third thing, we're going to, okay, coming up in a second. And and it just never, and they never do the the bit. It almost seems like there's a distraction right before. It's like, it's like, and we're going to get right now to Bobo. Yeah. Bobo, what are you doing, Bobo? (laughs) Negative 10,000 points, Bobo. And there's never a thing. And then they do, they they do, they they have gotten to where they get to some segments now. Like, you know, I, I wouldn't be offended. Right. Yeah, like, but like we always, Dave was like, right, no, come on now. Like, see, if, I, if I showed up uh, at, your, at your house with yeah. your mom, hey, say I just take, I take my dick out and she starts sucking it, would you be offended? Right. <laughs> then he becomes a little more and elaborate. Then Bobo would say, what? Well, like, no, no, that would, that well, would not uh, offend I'd have to Dave. look away We're and stealing be permanently mentally scarred, <laughs> yeah. but I wouldn't but be offended. I w- but I wouldn't be offended. <laughs> And All then right. they get okay. So here's what we got to talk about a couple of crimes because uh, time is short, and uh, I got to get to Brooklyn and do a show. Yes. How often do I say that? Never, yeah. ever, ever. It, we, uh, they found the worst maid in New York, the absolute worst maid. Here's the woman you don't want to call unless you want the worst maid in New York. Uh, she drank a, a Williamsburg woman's vodka and passed out in her kitchen floor. <laughs> she was on the front page of the paper, uh, laying there. Amazing. And it was called The Slammed Maid's Tale. That was the wood. That was the headline. It was very funny. And it, But then they did a little research, a little background, and it said, oh, my God. See, it, it, there, there's more. There's, more. there's another guy. He says, uh, uh, this guy's named Nicholas Gomez, and uh, he does not live in Brooklyn. He's a... Uh, Lives in Manhattan. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, she was nude. She was nude, waist down, lying on the couch, on the verge of being asleep. That's what he said when he came home. So that's what he, and uh, he found, uh, and now her name, by the way. I want to make sure you know this name, because this is the housekeeper you don't want to, <laughs> and, like I said, unless you want a little fun. Uh, her name's uh, Joanna Oltuzesqua. Zuska. Jesus Christ. Oltuzesquas. Oltuzuska. Oh, that's Boy, Polish. that's a lot in that name. Got to be Polish, right? I, I would have thought. Wait, wait, yeah. just, speaking of the mic, what did you say? Could it got to be Polish? Pol- I think Polish. I, th- I think that sounds a little like ski. I thought was Polish. Biased or something? Yeah. Like I mean, Scott? Like, could, I what does she look like? I did think she was Hispanic. Actually, do we have a picture? Uh, we only have pictures of her laying down drunk, mostly. Amazing. And who um, took the picture? That, that guy. 
something Gomez? Yeah, he didn't take the waist down. I, I would have taken the nude from the waist sure. down photo for sure. Did he take these photos and actually submit it to well, the paper? Well, he didn't. Uh, the slammed white, uh, slam made. So the, the woman who found her uh, it, face down in the kitchen, because she had also broken some shit. She turned <laughs> over the coffee table, broke a stone bowl, uh, and the, and she drinks all the liquor. She drinks all these people's liquor. That's, uh, she does this more than once. So the, the I'm telling you, this is, this is this is two separate times. Nude from wow. the waist down oh, and in the okay. kitchen is oh. two separate times. So the kitchen guy, that was Gomez. No, no. The kitchen guy was uh, was a Williamsburg woman, uh, and uh, she was. Uh, I, they don't even go over her in this one, because because she was in because she was the day before, and then say, then they went back and looked, and they're like, oh wait, here's this guy and this guy now Gomez. And Gomez said that she did actually clean most of his Kips Bay pack. Kips Bay is pretty fancy. Oh, I live in Kips Bay. Do you? Fancy pants. Holy shit, where did this happen? Use fancy pants. Kips Bay. They didn't you. give the address. Oh. Until she got to the bar cart and found his blackberry brandy. Blackberry brandy. She's like, ooh, blackberry brandy, my favorite. He found her pantsless near uh, two smashed MacBooks. Wow. So smashed two MacBooks. That hits close to home. She claimed that her boyfriend had come by and uh, assaulted her, but Gomez said the doorman, nah, that didn't happen. What? She came over here. You're a maid and you're doing (laughs) all this? God damn it. And he just stomped on the MacBooks. Yeah, and then forced her. Take your pants off. Yeah, take (laughs) your pants off. I'm going to feed you this alcohol. All right, drink it. And uh, she just stared at me confused, and, and uh, I called the cops. I told her it was okay. I was getting her a friend to take her home. Uh, he says, Old Tzuzka. Old Tzuzka took a plea deal for disorderly conduct and agreed to pay him two grand in restitution. He only ever got 400 and he gave up. Oh, wow. And it says he's not alone. Midwood, Brooklyn, well, a that's woman. That's what he gets, real quick. That's what he gets for being the Puerto Rican tattlesnake. Continue. <laughs> I was very limited audience for that joke. In my head, but <laughs> let's say it is an excellent joke. Thank you. Ding, good pun. Uh, How many points? Uh, I don't know word points. He's not alone. <laughs> a Midwood Brooklyn woman had a disastrous session with the maid, January 2017. So this is recent this is, stuff. Yeah. Uh, when I came home that day, I noticed the, the the garbage in the hallway on the floor of my building, and it smelled terribly. I was like, "What is that?" And the woman, uh, this woman's name is Jennifer C. Uh, now she said, I went into the apartment, and it looked like nothing had been cleaned, and a bottle of mostly drunk wine was gone. Okay, so she's not real. She, so far, we got vodka, blackberry brandy, <laughs> She's not picky at all. Wine. No, she's like, ooh, this looks like booze. Uh, so I she, wonder uh, if this woman had rehired her. Like, come back. But she tried to get her money back, but oh. uh, she stopped responding to me. That'd be the thing to do, just rehire her. Just rehire go, the bitch. Now give me the money. And then, like, be there when oh, she's yeah. supposed to be there. Be there when she's supposed to be there. Exactly. And, go, and then make her clean and don't pay her. Make her clean, sure. don't pay her, and... Ask her for money. And make her do it without pants on. Right. Another couple on the Upper West Side said they hired her uh, December of that same year, 2017, the month before, and that the maid not only helped herself to their whiskey, but also <laughs> left blood and urine stains across the house. Get out. Get out of here. This is crazy. She's a she trooper. Was, must have been on the rag and... <laughs> And pissed herself at the same time. Yeah, I mean, how do you leave them across the house? (laughs) You run while you're pissing? She's like a snail. How the fuck do you do that? Maybe she got a spot of it and then like it trailed (laughs) and she was like, let's creep across the floor like a snail. I like that. I don't think this woman understands what the word clean means. She's like, (laughs) damn, my pussy gross. I need to wipe it off on the floor. (laughs) That or maybe she was like, this place is too clean. I got to earn my keep. Yeah. We really dirty this place up, so they're like, we got to bring her back. Sort of like how it is with a, like a like a vacuum cleaner salesman, you know? He like throws <laughs> yeah. dirt on the floor. But watch this. Yeah, but well, you know what else is completely nuts about all? So like, there are multiple stories, mm-hmm. and somehow they all know her name. Mm. Why yeah, would she, in her right mind, advertise with the same name? 
she probably thinks she's an excellent maid. Yeah, she has. I she blacks out. Does not have any recollection. These guys are crazy. And, this and, is a conspiracy and against she, me. And plus, she probably had started, you know, like uh, building a name for herself. That was like, well, she probably <laughs> did get hired, you know. And yeah. then it's like, oh shit, things are not going well. Or, you know what she's like? She's like, you know, when you go to like an auto repair person, and uh, they repair your car, but they're like, they'll. Like loosen a screw or some shit, so you have to come back. So and, you burn in a fire yeah, on the they highway. Like, they, yeah, they fuck up your timing belt. So, so it's planned obsolescence, is what sure. you're saying. Yeah, she just she gets a little bit filthy and drinks all the booze. Yeah, I think that she's just an alcoholic. <laughs> Can't resist. <laughs> she just and a dirty alcoholic snail. Yeah, exactly. That just wants to slither across the floor. Lazy and not a hard worker. Uh, but you know what? At least she's trying. She's an entrepreneur. Uh, she started. <laughs> yeah, that's what he call him. Yes, an entrepreneur. Hmm. Oh, now I'm surprised she did. The, the next step for her is really just like to fuck the woman's husband. You know. Yeah. Like be that like. You think that you think that guy is like all attracted to that like filthy maid who's um, dropping? I've him. seen so, like, worse. Mm, I've man. seen worse You're from projecting. Men. I'm thinking I'm about not fucking projecting the at all. You're <laughs> I mean, you know what? Pat did ask me if I would be a housekeeper. That, that is true. I, I, that's how this whole thing started. Yeah. Did I ask if she's if, like, nah, I'd be a fluffer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me describe how I fluff. <laughs> if I was 10, I'd be a porn exactly. with you. Speaking of Wiener, Wiener may get out early. Wow. Talking about disgraced ex congressman Andrew, or excuse me, Anthony Wiener. He, uh, it's fine. It says here in the post, the paper record, he's finally found something he can do without screwing it up. So he's got good <laughs> behavior. He's nearly a year into his 21 month prison sentence. And uh, 54 years old, he could get re- released early for good conduct. It's a federal prison system, so there's no parole, but uh, he could get out, earn a few months of, uh, yeah, he could get out three months ahead of schedule because you get so much for uh, every long, it says uh, earn up to 54 days off each year they serve for good behavior. 54 days you can get off, you just be good. So that's that deal. All right. By well, the way, no, to be fair, there's no phones in jail, so. He can't get him up to his typical antics. He's not a violent criminal. He's not going to turn violent. So what kind of behavior makes him bad? Type with phones. The thing that you don't have there. Right. That's true for the most yeah. part. However, I do have to tell you, at the Brooklyn Detention Center, they had phones. Oh, right. And you know how they got them? Uh-huh. They had people come and have the phones. Wait, that guy just leaves it all the way open, didn't he? It's about 75%. Maybe he that had is. to pee. Uh, no, why would he want? Why would it be a good thing to leave the door open? Obviously, he has to be my rib. I don't know. I've learned Shut that it. people are very um, inconsiderate. Very inconsiderate. Yeah, he's gonna need that key. Well, I'm telling you, um, Brooklyn Brooklyn Detention Center. Uh, these people are locked up, and uh, these people bring them phones and shit, right, and other shit, and. Um, they would hang fishing poles, homemade fishing poles, out the window. This, this, they just, this was in the post about Insane. a week ago, last weekend. And uh, haul shit up. with these. <laughs> That's awesome. How, how tall yeah. is this and building? I, I think they were on like about the fourth floor. Third floor, third, fourth floor. And haul shit up. And it's a detention center, so there's no barbed wire stopping pedestrians from or uh, uh, accomplices from... Right, they can come right up to the window, oh, I, I guess. See. Yeah, I but they that. say they've taken steps now, and so that's—I <laughs> don't know exactly. So what how those many people are. die in these detention centers? How many people die? Yeah, or like get they hurt, die stabbed, and what? Oh, I mean, I, mean, I don't know. What do you? What do you? Uh, Carrie no, Kennedy mean, like, here? No, but let's think about it. Like you know, if you're gonna be in some sort of detention or whatever, like in jail, like mm-hmm. if you're in freaking like prison, right? You might want to have a phone weapons. so you can call nine one one. But not only that, but you could just make weapons out of things. Now, mm. if these people are like coming. 
close to the building and handing them phones, they could hand them anything else. Now, Gosh. is this a place where <laughs> violent criminals would go, or this is like a short period of time before? This like, is where you go if um, it's like Rikers. It's like a pre-trial uh, uh, thing. I would so say that's serious. You could, be, you, you could be in there for a year. Okay. You know? Right. I would say that's pretty serious. No, yeah. it's serious. It's serious. Yeah. Yeah. If you're there, you know serious. goddamn well it's serious. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. There's there's serious shit. No, you're right. So it, people could die. That's so why I'm asking. Like, have there been any deaths? Well, you like, could kill somebody with a cell phone. You could kill somebody with anything. You could I mean, poke them in the eye with your thumb. I mean, like, uh, yeah, there's weapons, there's shanks, there's, uh, that, that's other stuff. I think there were, there were drugs coming in, too, I think, you know, so it's like, uh, yeah, a lot of serious uh, things could be, could be sent up, of course. Yeah, Easy some to make green a shank and whatnot. Make a cell phone, though, so. Did you know Hitler's last living relatives oh. live in Long Island? Get out. Really? Tell yeah, me more. Alexander, Lewis, and Brian Stewart Houston, or Houston. Or uh, yeah, they, they three changed of them, the name. Yeah, they changed it from Hitler. Yeah, and then their dad changed it to Hiller. What? He thought, wow. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go a little further. Hiller. Yeah, that's great. I must change my name so they don't know I'm related to Hitler. I'm the name's Adolf, Hiller. I'm Adolf Hiller. <laughs> oh, we're looking you know, for a different guy. Hiller. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but except his name wasn't Adolf. It was uh, William Patrick Hiller. Oh, the really? three men are the sons of Hitler's nephew, William Patrick Hiller, who was born in Britain to the Fuhrer's half brother. Uh, Alois Hitler Jr. Now I'm sure that's not the way you pronounce Alois, but that's how it's spelled. Uh, Alois split when Willie Hitler was young. <laughs> Willie Hitler. Willie Hitler. Willie Hitler. He was a, <laughs> the the blues musician relative of, of Hitler, mm, uh, according to the New Yorker. And uh, Willie uh, Willie wound up visiting his estranged dad in Germany in 1929, where he attended a rally. And then uh, he returned to Britain yeah. and began giving interviews to the press as Hitler's English nephew. William later traveled to New York, where he continued to give lectures. Uh, way to capitalize on that name. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Give, he gave lectures on his infamous family. I met him once yeah, at the right. rally. <laughs> uh, I, I suppose if it was at a rally in 1929, probably, Hitler was probably speaking. That's probably, yeah. Oh, that was his gig. That's what, yeah, maybe, or whenever you called Hitler and he answered, that's what he would say. Willie Hitler? Is Hitler there? Speaking. <laughs> <laughs> Except it was speaking? Yeah, yeah. Speaking? <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, now, after the war, he moved to uh, Patchogue with his German Patchogue, wife. Patchogue, by the way, is such a shithole of a city. <laughs> uh, I've been there. Too not, many Nazis. Not that great. Uh, and uh, he uh, changed family's name uh, first to Hiller, and then he went all out and changed it to Stuart Houston or Houston. Uh, what a drastic change. Yeah, he died in 1987, and the kids are still there. Now, here's a very funny thing. Alexander is one of them. Like I said, they're Alexander, Lewis, and Brian, and uh, Brian Hitler. Uh, they quote Alex here. I guess Alexander's the oldest one. He says, uh, the last person I would say I admire is Donald Trump. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, See, Nazis don't even like yeah, Donald right. Trump. I, this know. guy's related to Hitler yeah. and doesn't like Trump. He's not doing it by right. Maybe, maybe some would argue he's learned from his past. You call or, him or a his Nazi? ancestry rather. Learned. Yeah, like you know, maybe Trump to him holds a similarity to his. He's some patch hog Nazi. Don't take up for him. Yeah. A young mom of two was shot dead in front of her mother in Brooklyn, and uh, the victim's ex-boyfriend later turned himself in. Oh, problem solved. Sade Sanchez. Am I saying that right? Or is it Sade? Sade? It's S-A-D-E. Sade. Yeah. S-A-D-E. Yeah, Sade. Sade Sanchez, 24, blasted five times in her shoulder, chest, stomach, and neck. Damn. Sunday was around 10.30 p.m. outside her home on Menahan Street near St. Nicholas Avenue in Bushwick. 
she did. Uh, cops That's and her former boyfriend, uh, Gabriel Gabriel Rivera, 26 years old. He was being eyed in 26. the slang. Yeah, he's 26. She was 24. Ugh. Terrible. Surrendered to the police, and that's that. According to Sanchez's family, Rivera is the father of the two young boys, three and six. Sanchez called 911 after Rivera threw her to the ground in front of her home, the oh same spot God. where she was gunned down just one day later. That is insane. Like, what are these people thinking? I don't know. I guess he's, I, he's thinking, I want her dead. Yeah. She was probably doing something real super bitchy, and he's like, I'm a fucking, I mean, I'm the honestly, type of guy who though, shoots. Like, what the fuck? And then on top of that, like, again, talking about, you know, put, putting yourself in certain situations for things to happen. Right. Why'd you, like, yeah. What are you doing with this guy? I mean, first off, what are you, doing you with had to know. He, does he have a record, number one? Does he have a record? Do we know? He doesn't say so. Yeah. But I bet you he does. He does now. He has one arrest for murder. Right now, but yeah, I don't I mean, know. So next time around, he's got a record no now. Yeah, we, there's no excuse next time. Exactly. I mean, I have a rule. I will never date a drug dealer. Would you date a guy who's been in jail at I will all? Never date a guy who's been in jail. There you oh. go. I will. Sorry, like fellas. Never, Sorry, yeah. fellas <laughs> and felons. Never, ever, ever. I will <laughs> never put myself in that fucking stupid ass position. Well, Are you crazy? How about this stupid ass position? <laughs> Oh, dude. For all those at home. That's very vulgar. Very vulgar. City officials starting to buy the tale of innocence put forth by the Queen's uh, House of Horrors mom, Tina Tarabi, who tearfully told the Post over the weekend that it was really her estranged husband who brutally beat their kids last week, killing one, brutally beat one to death. Oh, my God. This guy says it just makes a lot more sense. This is an official at the Administration for Child Services, a.k.a. A-C-H, A-H-S, H-C-S. Something, I don't know, uh, which is looking for the October 3rd. Uh, they were looking into this October 3rd assault that left one dead. Uh, that's Elena Tarabi and her twin brother, Keon Tarabi, seriously injured. Uh, the beating, uh, her beating the kids just doesn't add up, the official said. Her past is about drugs. She was an Adderall uh, addict, this girl. Yeah, she when, when she gave birth, uh, one of her kids had Adderall in his blood system. No, really? Yeah. This is a battered wife who uh, you know, who, who looked to be trying to get her life back on track. ACS sources have also pointed out that Muhammad Torabi, who went on the lamb after the killing and then leaped to his death from a midtown hotel on Friday. Smokes. So he's dead too. He had a history of domestic uh he had a, a violent domestic history. He was a convicted felon. So you know, if, he, if she would have gone by your rules, this guy would not be in the picture. Right. There you go. Yeah. If, you, if you heard your kid died, why go on the run? If you heard your kid died, why go on the run? An agency source asked. Well, I don't know. I mean, it seems like a thing to do. Oh, right. Why would he go on the run if he didn't unless kill the kid? Didn't, yeah, she hung him. around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, why wouldn't you come forward? But the police will ultimately determine who's at fault here. Yeah, I think that they, you know, it seems like the guy who jumped off the building, most likely. Now, that'd be the thing to do if you're ever in a situation where. You beat your kid to death, and you're like, how do I get out of this? What you do is you have a couple of your big, big strong friends come over, abduct your husband, and throw him off a building. <laughs> and that way, you're in the clear. Interesting. You, I want you to pick up Muhammad Tarabi, throw you him off the top of the Carlisle Hotel. You might be joking, but uh, no, that's would, actually a good you got to think plan. fast, and that's yeah. why you need a plan like this already sort of... And also know a couple it, yeah. mafia uh, you people. Know, you need it kind of queued up, yeah. And then why they throw him out the window? You just be like, hey, uh, you're also a couple of Muslims. He's gay. We have windows all in the city. 
figure it out. Okay. So he did, she didn't even really have to say, I want him gone. She's just like, I'm confused. He's like homosexuals. Poor kid. Let's let's talk about the kid. Like this, you know, no, children, are, children are always the ones. They're victims. They're always the victims. No, sometimes they're the perpetrators, like in school shootings. Those Ugh. little bastards. My God, that's a whole other level of... I mean, like, come on. Sometimes they do some bad shit. There was a high school kid who knifed a kid right in the middle of class, stabbed him in the chest because mm. yeah. he was gay and he didn't like getting made fun of. So let's keep it in perspective. Uh, true, now, this uh, jilted FDNY Everyone's firefighter fucked. broke into his ex-girlfriend's Bronx home right there where you yeah, live. Yeah, BX. Boogie down in the boogie D. It stole designer items he bought for her while they were together. Would you Damn, believe that? that is grimy <laughs> as fuck. It's what? A, it's a crime that really hits Are home. you kidding me right now? No, so that's Indian giving. Motherfucker gave me all these gifts. It came is Indian up giving. In my house. Do not call it Indian giving. That Native is, American giving. Yes. And it when, is indigenous people's giving. And it is called crisscross applesauce, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy Rodriguez, 32, mother. got into his former gal pals, Morsania. Is that where you live? No. Uh, apartment. And uh, yeah, he, what, he took some things. He took an iPhone yes. 6 back. He Damn. took a Louis Yo. Vuitton purse, what? wallet. Yeah. Hell Added no. up to $1,750 that they said. But I don't know about that. Fuck him. You want to round up? That's an ex that you don't even want as a boyfriend. Well, yeah, that's why you broke up with him to begin I mean, with. You didn't want him as a boyfriend. Why did they break up? Probably because uh, he's a thief. He's a cheap ass. That's why. The FDNY paid Rodriguez $71,390, including overtime in 2018 already. Well, how about that? Now they're investigating, investigation, the charges, and he could face suspension. Suspension. A suspended a sentence. A suspended. Yo, suspended how a job. grimy do you have to be? You gift a woman. You should give some shit back. You know what I mean? How long ago did he give it to her? That's what I, If he gave it to her the previous day, we don't know. <sighs> Uh, nah. Well, no, 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 no. By the time they arrested him, like he did it over the summer. Like I, I guess she must, but she didn't notice her shit was gone for a long time. It's not like she's using it. Wow. She's, just, she she's also stupid. You see, there's so many variables to these stories. She's like, also stupid. She's so fucking stupid. Like, how do you not know this bitch? How do you not know this? She's you have a Louis Vuitton bag. It's also stupid. Now you know who was not <laughs> stupid. It was a very skilled pilot, and we'll close with this uplifting story from the past. This woman was uh, the only woman that I know of and must be the only one ever to fly a plane, a biplane, which we're not going to judge it. Uh, <laughs> it under A biplane. Under four bridges on the upper east side, on the east side of Manhattan, from the east, east side of Manhattan, that's, uh, she flew under them just because... Somebody told her she couldn't do it. Another pilot said, I don't yes, think you can do it. Bit. Yes, girl. So she, yes. Yeah. Not a bitch, just girl. She, uh, yeah. I want to find her name because she looks like Amelia Earhart. You know, all these dyke pilots. She look was the born. Same. She was born to do it. Yeah, I think she was. Looks and all. I, I mean, she's that. got Grand on this like old fashioned pilot outfit. I just saw this story. Oh, hey. Here it's we really go. No yeah. big deal she blazed a path through me. There she is. Look at her. What, what oh, a, wow. What she a really dashing does. looking lesbian she is. And no, it's not a necktie. No, no shit, Sherlock. What did she come back from the dead? Go ahead. This was a long time ago. This is back in 1928, October 21st. She flew a small plane under the Queensboro, Williamsburg, Manhattan, and Brooklyn bridges, all because a male acquaintance who tried unsuccessfully to fly under the nearby uh -huh. Hellgate Bridge said she couldn't do it. Uh-huh. 
She wrote this. It was a slick piece of flying requiring, requiring expert piloting and technical knowledge. That's what she said of herself. Women are better than men. The end. Yeah. She oh. died. I, I agree. And our reference is yeah. let's, let, let's, let's fluff Flutie for a moment. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, let's, let's, let's give her a, a little emotional fluffing, a little I don't need any emotional fluffing. fluffing. I but give you know it to what? myself every night, It took, night, a, it baby. took a man <laughs> to tell her that you can't do it to inspire her to do it. Not even. Uh-uh. Incorrect. Exactly. No. Let me just. That uh, is true. She, no, that's why she did it. From a dare. I will stop you right there. Yes, they say that's why she did it, but I'm fucking damn sure of it that she could have done it anyway. The thing is, but here's the thing: and wouldn't. But she right because she wouldn't have to. Let's just she a a lot of the time women know. Let's just just stop with the gender wars and just say, you know what? We all need each other to get through this. That is true. But what would life be without the opposite sex? But the side that is true. We wouldn't have life, right? You need a career. You need a. uh, You need something in uh, to fluff or to what a lick. Uh, right. It's, it's like, Vaginas want to be licked. Dicks want to be licked. We get it. There's but a the lot point of is, sex, yes. A lot of the time, women can do things. And that's all you're good for. But it's like women have had a history where they had to prove themselves, right? Had to. So it's like she could have done it regardless if even, she wanted to, but she didn't because how listen stupid to her is talk. that? Even her, even her flute goes soft when she talks. Uh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you have a flaccid flute, you flautist. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the show's over. No, the show's oh, not over. Damn. Yeah, we got to end. We I have to. I have. So, yeah, I got to get to Brooklyn. I, I could do this all night, but mm-hmm. we just we can't stay. It's time to go. It hey, Flucy, uh, uh, everybody should watch you every Tuesday night live at yes. seven o'clock yes, Eastside, Dave. And of course, watch. Uh, get yourself CRTV and watch Get Off My Lawn with Gavin McInnes. Yes. Uh, and not mentioned in the title, but a very big part of the show, Ryan Katsu Rivera. Yes, yes, yes. Compound Media Crime Report. Who God I discovered and Twitter. owes me everything. Every, literally every single bit. At Eastside he, he Dave. Me, oh, yeah, at Eastside Dave. At Eastside Dave. Yeah, and Flutie. of course, you know, uh, more to say about uh, the shows like uh, that I, we have coming up. Now, Seth Barron is on a little trip out of the country. I don't want to talk too much about it, but he's, he's going to be gone for a 10 days or so. So no more, uh, what do you call that show? Too Woke to F. That show, <laughs> if you're enjoying it, great. If you're not, don't listen to it anymore. Uh, and it's going to be going up on its own feed. Uh, it'll be its own show called Too Woke to Trump. That's going to be what it's called. Ooh. Too Woke to Trump. And the Trump show will also be on there in audio form. New episodes coming out. Me and Kevin Downey Jr., Ryan Katz, Rivera. Now, uh, just subscribe to that show. When I give you the word, okay? Too woke to Trump. Thanks one, once more, Flutie, for being my guest. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Ryan Cancer. And uh, thank you for listening to New York City Crime Report.